You are welcome to Mountain Springs Church Podcast, a podcast where we share teachings, testimonies, and conversations to help you in your faith journey. Now sit back and listen to today's episode. Hello, everyone. You're welcome to the Mountain Springs Church Podcast. And today we have Gabriel Lawani with us. He is a friend, him and his wife and their family by extension and they are co-laborers with us they have walked this church planting journey with us and it's such a pleasure to have you with us today gabriel thank you my pleasure to be here awesome and today is the eve of easter of the resurrection yeah. right as we celebrate it and uh tell us a little bit about yourself <laughs> Okay, there's, you know, when people say there's so much to tell, yet nothing to say, <laughs> I, think, I think that's the bucket where I fall in. Um, so, um, I come from a Christian family, basically, mm-hmm. because my great-grandfather, my grandfather, my dad were all uh, wow. pastors within the church. So, I basically grew up within the church, seeing you know, a lot of Christian activities happening. Mm-hmm. And somewhere along the line, um, I realized that there was something more. Mm-hmm. Than all the activities, and then so I good. started searching for information myself, mm. and then I realized that um, beyond the pages of the scripture was a life, so good, the Christian life, and uh, I really can't put my hand to it to say this was exactly what it happened. But something did happen while, while I was in uh, while I was in secondary school. Um, I'd gotten together with a group of friends. Um, that was in uh, in March. Um, 1991 and we had uh, in our own way quote unquote rededicated our lives to mm. God and decided that this is what we want to commit our lives to doing so mm-hmm. um, and you know all of that journey included you know helping my dad with starting new churches uh, functioning in roles where, where I felt comfortable which were quite a number mm. from ushering to Bible study to setting up tearing down sound system lightings wow church uh, drama group, but I never worked in the. I never worked with a choir group, but like we helped bring them together. Right? <laughs> Nothing within the you choir. You pulled group. a Kirk Franklin. <laughs> wow, yeah, so that, that's that's basically a summary of you know, of um, of what I uh, what I hold dear in my testimony with regards to my walk with God. Because wow. that, that foundation for me was is still really what drives me. So to good. Say beyond all of these activities. What really lies beyond the pages of what we read mm-hmm. and we call the Bible? Yes, yeah, so good. And how has that um, rich background of yours shaped you? So it has shaped me um, in in ways that I'm currently not. Um, it's like breathing, right? You're not aware that you're breathing. Hmm. until someone reminds you that, oh, all the humans breathe. And then you're like, oh, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah we do it. All, all that. Because it's uh, it's the very fabric mm-hmm. of my existence as a, as a person. Mm-hmm. And it's a journey that I'm committed to, consciously, unconsciously. You know, there's a way you've um, you've read something, maybe a, a textbook or a novel, that you you become that subject. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the goal I've always aspired to. And over the years, I've tried to do it. And I haven't done it for so long. It's something I do unconsciously. So my, my Christian work is that thing that I, I'm at that level where I pray when I, I pray because I have to communicate with God. The same way I communicate with my wife. 
Mm. It's the same way I pray. So it's not, of course, we, I do have my prayer time structured and all that, but outside of it, it's a relationship. The it's relationship. So good. And that for me are the things I, I hold dear. If something were to happen here, the first thing I would think about is, oh, well, let's talk to God about it. Mm. Right? And then, of course, I'll call my wife and say, you know what? We, we need to talk to God about this. Or she called me and said, let's talk to God about it. That's that's how it has shaped our lives. So good. Every step we take, we we take it as a step of faith. Wow. We might not know what will be on the other side, but mm-hmm. we know how it would end in God. Mm-hmm. So that's, and, and really, God really blessed me with my wife. Um, she's also a person of faith, a person that holds God's dear. So it's more like, you know, all of that shaping our lives. And we hope to pass that on to our kids. No, oh, that's beautiful. That's such a beautiful story. Are there any significant um, hallmarks or, or landmarks in your journey and your walk with God that where you guys have believed God together for and you've seen him come through for you that you yeah. would like to share? Yeah, sure. Um, there are quite a number. Of course. I'll, I'll, share, <laughs> I'll, I'll share one of the one of the most recent that we had. Um, um, we we had our second son, mm-hmm. and he, he came in a little earlier, mm-hmm. earlier than the doctors anticipated. And at the point, we were given the option of remaining at a particular hospital mm-hmm. where we couldn't get um, the kind of care where a premature was lesser than twenty five weeks. Exactly, he came at twenty four weeks and a bit, right? He came. No, we, the, the process um, of his coming actually started around. 22 weeks well. Wow. But he, but he stayed on until 27 weeks and a couple of days before he came out. Wow. But the, 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 the big testimony was that we had a choice of remaining at that particular hospital mm-hmm. or moving to a trauma three hospital where they could resuscitate a premature that was at that age. Mm. Uh, at that, yeah, at that age, a couple of months. So mm-hmm. the question, the thing about it was, can you believe God? Because obviously, if he came at that, at that point, it was one of two things. Mm. You either could hold him for a couple of minutes and then he passes on. Mm. Or they try everything they would try and then he would grow up having um, having developmental issues and all of that. So it was a question of faith. Mm-hmm. Do we trust God enough to move on to the next phase without thinking about the, the medical risk associated mm-hmm. with it? Now, someone on the other side can look at it and say, oh, you guys are selfish. You just wanted a child. No, it wasn't that. It was a, it was a, it was um, the result of our work with God. Mm. For us, to be able to say, I, it, it, it's like somebody who the teacher says, we can read four times table, mm-hmm. the multiplication table. Mm-hmm. Not all the kids will raise their hand, mm-hmm. but there are the kids who would raise their hand. Mm-hmm. Not because they have it written down somewhere, but because mm-hmm. at the back of their mind, they know they know the answer. Mm-hmm. So automatically, they will raise their hands and say, "I right, can I try? Mm-hmm. So that was all. Stepping out in faith. Mm. And the beauty of it was that God kept him. Mm. He came at, at around 27 weeks and a couple of days. Mm-hmm. And now he's, uh, he, he's growing healthy. Mm. He checks up all the boxes. Praise developmental God. Everything he's is amazing. working out That is a testimony mm. of God honoring our faith. Mm. And we took that step because mm. it's part of our existence. Yes. God just would work my faith. And, and do you want to share a little bit about the step and the faith journey to even conceiving that lovely son of yours, you know? It, 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 it's a whole 
It's a whole movie. <laughs> and if you wanted to write a novel, it'd be chapters upon chapters upon chapters. Mm-hmm. Right? But th- this is this is what I would say uh, because I can talk about I can talk about it for a whole week nonstop <laughs> because we, because there was God in those little things, those mm-hmm. little things which included uh, I don't feel like. Uh, I don't feel like walking today. Should I just, you know, just rest? And you're like, no, no, no. Why don't I just go to the emergency center, mm. you know, the, uh, the ER and just, you know, those little things, right, that God was directing us to do. And we are, we're so grateful for science. Mm-hmm. We're so grateful for the, for the guys in the ER, the doctors, the nurses. They were fantastic. And the beauty of it was that all the decisions that they were making was for our good. Mm. Because there were times when the doctors had a conversation around, we just send you guys back home and then you're on, on, on a bed rest. And then one of the doctors will say, yes, it's good to send you back home, but we think you should just wait one more day. Mm. And that one more day would change the trajectory of things. So right? That was God at work in all those little things. Mm. They had no reason for holding our back, mm. but it was mm. actually mm, 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 mm. All of those little stories, mm. all those little stories, mm. all those little stories. And they all sum up to one big story of God being faithful. Exactly. And I I know from your wife, uh, um, she shares about how God gave you guys a word before before you guys fell pregnant with him, you know? Do you want to just talk a little bit about that whole stepping out and believing God when he gives you a word, you know, and a promise? Well, without going into the granular... Yeah. uh, what what I would say is that um, as Christians, when we read the Bible, we we get to understand the mind of God. Mm. So when God gives us a word, it is God's mind concerning certain areas of our lives. And in our walk with Him, as we walk with Him, we begin to understand what God wants us to do and what God does not want us to do. And that's why we call it a fellowship. Mm. So when God says, for example, God says... Um, Get, get up, take your things and go to a land that I would show you. Mm-hmm. When God was speaking to Abraham, that word was to Abraham, specific. Lot was not part of that word. Mm-hmm. But Lot tagged along and mm-hmm. he benefited from tagging along. Mm-hmm. So God's saying, uh, don't worry, I'll give you guys the desires of your heart. You would have what you, what you needed. You would have a child because you, you desired one. It was not us... Um, Thinking that mm. were we thinking it or were we not thinking it, we knew it was God. So good because as Christians, we are. It's like a radio, st- a, 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 a little radio tuned mm. to a particular frequency. Mm. We would pick the signals from the station. Mm. So we knew when God said it was time. Mm. So good. We knew when God said it was time. In fact, that was one of the things we held onto mm. when we were making decisions. Mm. So every time we came across a medical practitioner mm. that was giving us. Um, advices or options we knew without a shadow of doubt so that, that was god at walking them mm. that was god at walking them mm. so we we paid attention mm-hmm. we took um all the steps uh, we took all the advice that they told us but when it came to that moment of making decisions yeah where they tell you there are no right or wrong answers mm. whichever one you take it's fine with us those were the moments Wow. Where we reminded ourselves of what God said. So good. We held on to it and we took that step of faith. So good. So good. It's it's really, really good. And 
I just hope that that encourages someone that is trusting God too. And in those times of believing God against all hope, I mean, uh, we were privileged to journey with you guys in that process. And we saw God without a shadow of a doubt. We saw God move in your family. Like you said, the Medicare just going to the ER at the right time. It was just step by step by step, God you know, but when you guys were facing those giants and you had multiple ones and multiple levels, you know, um, facing those giants, how was you and Mary's faith journey? Can you describe what that looked like to help someone listening? Because I feel like sometimes when people hear, oh, we believed God for something and we got to inherit that which he promised it looks like we were strong all through (laughs) so can you be raw and tell us what that journey looked like for both of you were they were they low days or was it a constant high all through so i i would say there were low days or there were high days there were just days of trusting Mm. and walking Mm. with god Mm. now um because our christian journeys are unique and mm-hmm. dynamic to each and every one of us. There is no yardstick for what is an up day. There's mm. no yardstick for what is a low day. So good. I'll give you an I'll give you an instance. I was walking from home, and then she had to go to the uh, to the ER, and they wanted to move her from one place to the other. Mm-hmm. I packed up my laptop and all of that, and then she called me and said, "Oh, the ambulance is already on its way. So why don't you just hold on where you are?" And then when I get to the new location, I'll call you and let you know where I am, the room number, and all of that. And I said, fine. And the nearest place I could get to was a Walmart. <laughs> now, I got to a Walmart, and at the back of my mind, I had this series of, so what next? So what next? What next? Guess what I did? I opened my office laptop and logged on back to work and started working. <laughs> because I realized that if I began to think too deeply, I was going to give room for negative thoughts. I was going mm. to give room for maybes to come into my mind. Mm. And I had made up my mind by, by virtue of my walk with God. It, it, it didn't happen overnight. So mm. I'm, I'm not, not going to expect every, everybody to be, to be there overnight. Mm. There are people who have gone ahead, ahead of me in the walk of faith. So mm-hmm. their stories and their journeys might be more inspirational to me. But mm-hmm. for me, I knocked on back to work and started working. By the time she called me and said, oh, I'm already at this hospital. I'm on this floor. I'm in this room. And then I shut my laptop and I was about driving. I had peace. Mm. Because I controlled my thoughts. Mm, so, so at good. every point in time, I wouldn't allow my mind to wander. So good. Because I knew that whether we were in the hospital or we were at home, mm. God had a hand in it. So and good. what I had to remind myself is the hand of God. Mm. Right? Um, a little baby that is born would start breathing. Mm-hmm. then it becomes a way of life mm-hmm. at a point nobody would remember to check the baby at night whether he's breathing or not because it becomes a way of life that, mm-hmm. that's the thing with that's the thing with our walk with god mm-hmm. when we begin to see god in those little things when big things come it's the same principle mm-hmm. take your mind off that worry and put it back on god so good right you might you might find yourself straying and thinking 
I, I remember one of those hospitals we had one of those uh, visits we had gone to the hospital and there was blood gushing out. Sure. And the the knowledgeable thing is that when you see blood in a pregnant woman, it's a miscarriage. Of course. And I stood up to go call the attention of the nurse to the blood. But I realized, surprisingly, in my conversation with the nurse, I wasn't talking about miscarriage. Oh, so because good. it wasn't part of my it wasn't part of my um my my thinking. Mm. It was later I was like, oh, but this is what's supposed to happen. Mm, mm, mm. But at that point, I allowed the peace that God has given me to say, oh, uh, sorry, we need your attention. Uh, there is blood and we need to get to help us clean it up and all of that and all of that and all of that. They're like, oh, no, she needed to lie down. She didn't need to walk around and all of that. But that was a demonstration of our faith, our love in God. So at, at any point, I would, I would say to anybody who is listening to us that, if every day for 30 days you can tell yourself when you wake up in the morning God can be trusted mm, remind yourself so good that God can if nothing else you tell yourself it's just that God can be trusted so good you would realize that at a particular point in time when something happens to you the first thing you think about is God can be trusted mm. and do you know how that can shape how you react so good so good you know so it's it's about the, 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 the fact that don't see it as low days or high days. See it as your walk with God. So that you do not measure yourself against certain yardstick. Mm. Because there might be those times when you think, you know, there are those days when we pray and we think like, oh, my prayer didn't go beyond the roof. <laughs> and there are days when you pray, you're like, ah, this must certainly get to heaven. <laughs> That's what people mean by up days and low days and all that. But I try not to think about it that way. I see it as my walk with God. And on this day, this is how I felt. Mm. But my feeling, does it change what God is saying? Our small groups will be kicking off with the expedition group holding bi-weekly starting from 12th of April at 7 p.m. in person. If you've got a call to missions and are looking to spread the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ to the world, this group is for you. You can sign up on the church's website at www.mountainspringschurch.ca. We are looking forward to having you with us as we go on this journey. Our entrepreneurship small group will also be kicking off on Friday, April 14th. It will hold every Friday online at 12 noon. This group is open to all those who have flair for business, management, and entrepreneurship. If you've got eyes for business and you want to expand your horizons in the world of management or entrepreneurship, you should sign up for this and also bring your friends along. Just go to the church's website at www.mountainspringschurch.ca and somebody will get in touch with you. Good news! The Alpha course will be starting on Saturday, April 15th. If you've got questions about the faith, who God is, and what it means to be a disciple of Jesus, this course is made for you. For details on the venue and time, please sign up and someone will be in touch with you. so good i love what you just said about the fact that the way i feel right whether i feel low depressed i'm struggling right it doesn't change who god is someone says god did not change his address because of the situation i love that <laughs> you know his address did not change because of that situation or the sky is not gonna fall <laughs> The Bible says that he upholds the universe by the words 
of his power. So if the laws of nature that he put in place by his words are not going to change mm -hmm. just because of our, our feelings or even great uh, significant happenings amongst mm -hmm. mankind, then how much more, you know, how much more? And uh, just dwelling on the whole idea of thoughts, right? We have been studying the book of Ephesians mm -hmm. recently and uh, we are in this um, mode of celebrate, celebrating the resurrection and we're recording today on Saturday and where most people talk about, I'll call it the silence, right? Um, because the disciples at that point in time, they didn't know that Jesus was going to rise up the next day. He was gone, right? And it was a day of sadness for them, right? But we, 2,000 years plus later can celebrate on this day because we can see what Jesus did. So mm -hmm. just talk to us a little bit about um, what has resonated with you a lot as we have looked at the book of Ephesians, you know, Ephesians chapter one, we've been studying for the last two Bible studies. What has struck you the most, you know, and, and how does that um, tie in with with what we're celebrating in this season, what Jesus did for us on the cross and his resurrection. I like the way you, you know, you, you put the question, right? Um, and I'll say this, that it's always good to watch a movie after everybody's done watching it. You know, <laughs> you would know what would happen. Right? You know you how the story questions. ends. Yeah. Right? No, no suspense. Like, yes. Guys, tell me what happened. The <laughs> that is a spoiler. <laughs> and that's, that's what the book of Ephesians does to us. Mm. It tells us. So good. The result mm. of Easter. So good. It tells us our position mm. in God. Mm. Mm. The very foundation of our Christian work. So good. Jesus did this so that you can have this. Mm. So good. That for me is what we're getting from the book so good and I, I i can read from um chapter one and verse seven i'll mm. read from the um easy english version I, i'm in love with that version these <laughs> days because it gives you everyday street use of words it mm -hmm. says when christ died as a sacrifice on the cross he paid the price to make us free mm. because of christ's christ's death on our behalf god has forgiven our sins Mm -hmm. God is so very kind mm -hmm. that he has done all for us. So good. God did all. There so was good. nothing that God did not do. And that's what we are learning in the book of Ephesians. Yes. The, the first day we started, yes. Pastor Fidel had read about us being blessed. Yes. Being blessed. And he explained to us the meaning of the word blessed. So good. That, that alone can literally change someone's experience of church. Mm, mm, mm. Waking up every morning and telling yourself, I'm blessed. Yes. I'm the blessed of God. Yes, yes. And and remember he said the meaning of the word being blessed there is to speak well of. Yes. Wow. God has spoken well of me. Wow. So I wake up in the morning, right? I want to start praying. And the first thing I say is, 
I'm blessed. Mm. God has spoken well of me. So good. I'm the blessed of God. So good. My family is the blessed of God. Wow. My kids have been spoken well of by Ooh, God. Oh, hallelujah. A declaration so of what God has done. Mm-hmm. So that, that for me is what efficiency is all about. So good. Christ died. Mm-hmm. And this is the result. Yes. Um, in the book of John, I think chapter 20, they were about... Jesus said to um, the, the women who were in the garden with him, he says, don't touch me now because I need to go to my father. Mm-hmm. Something very unique. I go to my father mm. and your father. So good. Initially, I told them, I no longer call you servants, but I call you friends. Mm-hmm. But here comes the change. Yes. Which is efficient to us. Yes. We are no longer friends. So good. He's become our father. Yes. He's become our God. Yes. That's what Pastor Fidel is teaching us. Mm-hmm. These are the foundations and the principle mm-hmm. of Christianity. Yes. That God, God has spoken well of us. So good. Not just that. Mm. He has done something by taking us out and he has brought us in. Yes. So there's that spiritual place where we go. Mm-hmm. We don't need to feel it all the time. No. We don't need to at all. All that matters. Mm-hmm. An American citizen who is stuck in the Caribbean, <laughs> he does not need to remind himself he's an American. He knows he's an American. Mm-hmm. So as Christians, our position is with Christ. Yes. With God. Yes. So right now you might be struggling yes. with addiction, with Pains, yes, with sickness, yes. Remind yourself, oh, yeah. you are with God. Amen. God is with you. Everything Amen. God did was just for you. Amen. There's something um, I left going on. So, what would you do with that information? Mm-hmm. I think that's why people need to come to to church <laughs> to come and learn what to do with that information. So good. Because what we do with that information is as important as having that information. So good. So good. That is so good, what you said. And, and it just reminds me of what uh, Fidel preached on uh, last Sunday when he was talking about firm foundation, right? When he he gave an illustration about you knowing 10% of the word. Do it. Work 10%. Your life will be built on a solid foundation rather than knowing 95% mm-hmm. and you're only doing 5%, yeah. right? If you want to see fruitfulness. But going back to the book of Ephesians, you know, we say talking about in him realities and which one of those struck you the most? I mean, it was so beautiful, guys, at Bible study last week. Or was it two weeks ago? But we are having so much fun in the book of Ephesians. But tell us about uh, which one of those struck you the most it's and every, why? It's everything. I'm going to tell you why it's everything. Because... Efficiency is a Christian's delight. Mm. So it's about, for those of us who've who, who read the book of Ephesians previously, we've, we've taken so much from it. Mm. And we are scared that we've taken everything. <laughs> and then someone else comes. And opens it up. And opens it up. And you're like, what? Exactly. Right? So the in-him realities are the outpourings and results Mm-hmm. Of what God did in Christ. Mm-hmm. Christ died. The Bible said he went to hell, defeated the devil in hell, mm-hmm. and then God raised him up again. Mm-hmm. But he didn't he did not come out the same way he went into the grave. Yes. He came out a victor. Yes. He came out triumphant. Yes. And in coming out, 
it took us as humans mm-hmm. out of the domain, mm-hmm. out of the influence, out of the bondage of not just sin, mm-hmm. but also the consequence so good. of sin. That was huge. It's mind-blowing. Yes. So it means that if I have a fear, mm-hmm. if I have a headache, which is basically what most people say, I have a flu, I have a headache. Mm-hmm. I can change my language going forward and say, oh, I feel an headache. Mm-hmm. It's a feeling. And I know that my feelings are not final mm-hmm. because my feelings are just my natural experience. Mm-hmm. But as a Christian, my new reality is in Christ. Yes. So when I say I feel the headache, I do not lay possession to the headache, no. <laughs> I only say what I feel on my body. And then I can yeah. now say, but as a Christian, I'm not supposed to feel the mm-hmm, headache. Mm-hmm. But the minute I say, oh, I have, I've taken a possession of it. Mm-hmm. And it's not in him reality. Mm-hmm. My reality is that Jesus nailed them to the cross. So good. So it changes my language. Mm-hmm. The minute I realize that if my son has issues reading or learning in school, mm-hmm. I can tell him, in God reality, you have a sound mind. So good. You have an excellent spirit. Yes. When you read, you remember. Yes. So every day before you practice for school, we'll do a dance. We'll do a walk. <laughs> we'll do a recitation. I have a sound mind. I have mm-hmm. an excellent spirit. When so I read, good. I remember. I so know good. what to do. So good. And then that becomes his consciousness. Mm-hmm. And over time, it changes mm. what he's feeling. Mm. Either by virtue of seeing, mm. hearing, tasting, Mm. Of, of feeling the, the five senses. Mm-hmm. The, those are the those are my own application of the inhuman realities. So good. I take all of that, I make it mine, and then good. I begin to live it. So good, Gabriel. Wow, this has been amazing, and I love the note on which we are uh, rounding up here about applying the word and what applying the word looks like for you. Right. So. What, however percentage of the word you have, right? What it looks like to work the word. Guys, it's not just head knowledge here. We're not just a head full of knowledge and information, collecting data, right? It is taking those truths and transforming, as the Bible says in Romans 12, transforming the way we see, the way we think as a result of those in him realities. So as we celebrate Jesus' resurrection tomorrow um, or this Easter, we realize and recognize that he's done these amazing things for us. God speaks well of us. And the Bible says that he has blessed us with every, not some, no, nothing missing, nothing missing. Every. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing... Yes, nothing left out. Yeah. Everything. He yeah. has blessed us with every spiritual blessing. And how how does this transform our prayer lives? How do we position before God? Because you start to, to rant and then you suddenly realize, hang on a minute, he's done it all. Mm-hmm. He's done it all. I mean, I remember sitting in the first um, um, Bible study on Ephesians and like you said, I... I love the book of Ephesians. We have done a study on Ephesians before, but it's, this one is totally different, you know? And I just wrote at the bottom of my notebook, it is finished. That is all I could sum it all as. as in, because when your eyes are open to see the truths of what Jesus has really done for us, then you can understand 
when Paul says all things are yours, yeah. really, you know, yeah. you 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 made a very important point about how this impacts our prayer life. Prayer is communication with God, a two-way street. I talk, God listens, God talks, I listen. So how do I? How does this impact my prayer life? Pastor said, I'm blessed. God has spoken well about me. So in the morning, I dedicate five to ten minutes of my time. I'm pacing mm. in my room and saying, God has spoken well about me. Mm. God has spoken well about me. So good. God has spoken well about me. So good. God has spoken well about so me. Good. God has spoken well about me. After that, my mind would assimilate that word. Mm. And then my language can change. Mm. If God has spoken well about me, it means when people meet with me, they will speak well about me. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I receive favor from people. So good. I am God's outstretched hands to show favor to people. So good. Because God has spoken well about me. So good. I show kindness to people. So good. I show love to my wife. She goes, oh, good. I show kindness and empathy to people out there. So good. When someone bumps into me, Better than get angry because God has spoken well about me. I'll speak well about that same person too. So I'll good. tell them, oh, God bless you. So good. That begins to change. So my prayer is not about God help me today. I'm going to work. Make sure my, my colleagues don't annoy me. No, I'm changing it. I want to influence my environment. So good. Right? In in realities. Yeah. So I'm able to say, oh, because Jesus died. And because God has spoken well about me. Today, my work is stress-free. Amen. At work today, I work with a smile on my face. Amen. When I greet people, I'll smile at them. Yeah. When I help somebody today, I will help them from the goodness and the richness of God in my heart. So good. It changes prayer. And then it makes it no more, more, no more boring that we think that God is God is just that person who is, who is bored and just wants to you know, just hear us rant and all that. No. As we proclaim God's word back to him, you would realize that the words you use change. And that, my brothers and sisters, is God talking back to you, giving you the words. So it's no longer just about, oh, God has blessed me. Oh, God is now, oh, I'm a blessing to my world. Mm. I help people who are in need. I so see good. the good in others. So good. That is God speaking through your mouth. So good. It, it won't happen Maybe the first minute you start, it might not even happen the first day you start. Or the first month. Yeah, it might not even be. But just be consistent. Mm. Mm. Or, or you can just say it's the realities of Jesus. The in realities, I see that work in my life. Mm. I see that work in my life. I see that work in my life. After a while, your mind will open up. And then you realize that, what are the things that I see at work in my life? Mm -hmm. and, okay, think about, oh, I see excellence in the job that I do. Amen. Oh, I see love in my smile to people. That is God talking through your mouth. You know, there are times when people think that God only talks to us in that storm or in that cloud or in that still small voice. No, that's not just the way God talks all the time. There are times when God talks through our mouth. Mm -hmm. There are times when God talks through the scripture. Mm -hmm. I, re I remember a long time ago when I used to tell myself, God can be trusted. God can be trusted. God can be trusted. And then the scripture would drop in my mind. That says, so now I commend you to God and to the word of his grace. I know that that is the word that God is speaking to me. Mm, 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 so mm. I say God can be trusted because I have been commended. I've been given over to the word of his grace. Mm. There are some prayers I've prayed for 20 plus years and I mm. still pray them. There are words of declaration that I've been saying for the past eight years. Mm. 
I might not see the physical manifestation now, but it will not change my testimony. Amen. So the first thing you say, oh, today I'm going to have a beautiful day at work because God has spoken well about me. You might get to work and somebody makes you angry. <laughs> that does not mean God has not answered your prayer. It only means that like a baby who isn't learning to walk, there's a process. You have to practice. Yep. Totally. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. What a beautiful time this has been, right? We started out talking about Gabriel and his family and testimony. And then we ended up on the faith journey and applying the word. So beautiful. Such a rich time. And thank you, Gabriel, for for sharing your heart, sharing your own faith journey secrets, <laughs> faith journey hacks with us. And uh, I, I don't know if somebody else is listening out there with a challenge. You can see a mountain in front of you, a significant mountain, and you're believing God. Don't give up. His words are true, and he will bring that which he spoke concerning you to pass. Well, till next time, stay blessed and stay energized in your walk with Jesus. Thank you for joining us for today's episode. We trust you were refreshed as you listened. If you would like to hear more, you can visit our website at mountainspringschurch.ca where you can find information about our services and about how you can partner with us on this journey. Thank you for listening today and God bless.